0: You're listening to Play on Justice..
1: Michael Thompson was sentenced to life in prison in 1996 for at least 42 to 60 years, just for selling a few pounds of marijuana to an informant. They gave him the maximum due to Michigan's habitual offender law, which gives judges the power to enhance sentences of those who have prior felonies, even when they are not connected. Michael spent 25 years in prison for that, even when marijuana had become legal in that state in 2018. Mr. Thompson was released in January of 2021 after clemency was granted in his marijuana case by the governor of Michigan at that time. But Michael's ordeal wasn't as easy as it sounds. And joining me today is Michael Thompson, Thank you so much, Michael, for your time, and welcome to Fair Play.
2: Yes, I'm I'm thankful uh, for the opportunity.
1: Uh, You heard my introduction, Michael. Did I say anything wrong in that introduction? No, you said everything. That's correct. So, Michael, how are you feeling now, and how has it been since you received the clemency?
2: Well, it's been like, like a... At some point, uh, at some time, it feel like a roller coaster, mm-hmm. and and then another point it feel like uh, uh, heaven sent. You know, I've uh, i, I, I received, and then at the end it feel like true blessings coming, mm-hmm. and so uh, that's that's uh, the way I feel now because of uh, all the people's really jumping on board to try to help me. You know, I'm 70 years old, man, I'll be 71 years old in April, you know? And so that's, that's a lot of years taken away. So a lot of people trying to give me, uh, give me a life, give me a life, you know, from, from this point on.
1: So how has been the people's reaction and behavior towards you since you got out?
2: Well, you know, it's just people, you know, you got people like last prison project, uh, uh, they jumped on board right away, as well as uh, mm-hmm. uh, Ubik, uh Bob Dodd, and then uh, Cresco Labs. You know, and uh, Charlie and uh, Sabrina. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, so, so they jumped on pretty heavy, and uh, they made sure that uh, that uh, I had uh, finances to, be, you know, to take care myself as well as. If my kids needed a little something, uh, uh, they made that available to them as well. So, so it just it, it's been a, it's been uh, some, some 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 real true blessing. Then you had uh, people like uh, been walking me through it, uh, like Dee, Dee Kirkwood. Yeah, and and she been walking me through it. And uh, if it wasn't for her, man, uh, walking me through it like I'm a little baby, you know. Mm. You know that that was needed. I don't care what nobody said. Anybody that uh, did twenty five years, you know, saying uh, it ain't gonna be that simple. Yeah. And and uh, you know, it just you got you got things like uh, uh, coming out. You know, just knowing how to work a telephone, man. You know. Yeah. You know, just knowing knowing how to work a telephone. That that was uh, that was confusing. Then then learning how to do a Zoom. It's like taking me to another world. Yeah. And uh, it's just the stuff that little kids is doing, and I can't do it. <laughs> and, you know, uh, working on the computer, these little kids, they're showing me a little things, you know what I'm saying? So it just, you know, and sometimes it can be embarrassing. Uh, and uh, and then, 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 then uh, you got to understand, I've been gone 20 five years so you, you there's it, it, a big difference yeah uh then being out here and everybody been they 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 fell into it from a young age and walk, walk all the way up and then then now they know the computer and stuff like that and then everybody expect for me know it you know then I, they look at me like i'm crazy you know you know but uh you know you want to go to the doctor's office everything computers man everything i said wow you know so so i had to force myself to learn fast and um and i uh i'm thankful to like i said once again to to dd kirkwood and uh and uh people uh well mainly her because she well and then last prisoner project also uh they held my hand this lady named uh mary belly and uh and sarah garrison uh, they they held my hand when I first got out because I I was I was a mess man I was I was messed up you know uh far as uh, far as not knowing what's going on because I don't care what nobody saying. and I want I want you to understand this
0: mm.
2: I don't care nobody say if you didn't did twenty some years I don't care nobody say something's happened to you uh, during that course of time I'm talking about like a uh, 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 like I had a light stroke, and uh, I remember when I had the light stroke, you know, I'm, I remember when I was in eight blocks, and I held the bars, you know, and I had a, it, it felt like an anxiety attack.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: But uh, but I had a light stroke, and I looked at my my mouth, my mouth was still twisted, but it's coming back now. It, it was twisted for a while, and uh, and so it just I don't tell many people that, but because I I just leave it alone. I don't try to volunteer information about something that happened to me because I, you know, I'd rather just leave it alone. And, uh, and I don't nobody. what say. If you've been in there that many you don't care who you are, something happened. You can hit an anxiety attack or a light stroke or something. And, uh, that's what happened to me. And, uh, prison do not preserve you. Like everybody says, do it, do not preserve you. And and, and uh, man, you <clears throat> you don't know what kind of stress is involved in uh, in that. You just don't know I, I, what kind of stress is involved in that. Yeah. Uh, during, uh, during the time, and, and then uh, talking to your family, and then people disappear on you. You know, uh, uh, you know, people say love and love you and all that, and, but they disappear on you. And so what I did is, uh, uh, you know, I I consider myself an honorable man. And and I don't like no liars. I don't like nobody lying to me. And so what I did was uh, I stopped my visits for over 20 years. I I didn't take no visits for over 20 years. Mm -hmm. And uh, everybody thought I was crazy. Uh, apartment corrections thought something was wrong with me. And uh they sent me to three psychiatrists and the three psychiatrists told them that no, ain't nothing wrong with him. He just don't let like nobody lying to him. You know, and uh he's serious about that. And and uh you know and, and he holds a person's word pretty close to his heart, you know, and so it, it
0: ain't nothing wrong with him.
2: You know, it's something wrong with the people that's lying to him. Because everyone was lying to you. Yeah, there's this line, you know, just, you know how you come up on a visit and then you tell somebody something, build the hopes up, Yeah. and then uh, then then you lead, lead a visit, and then when you call them on the phone, they're talking a whole different subject, Yeah. Uh, the, a whole different thing, you know. So so I said, well, why should I get dressed up to hear a lie when uh, I ain't going to get dressed up to hear no lie, so I stop all my visits.
1: Yeah. Now, I know what you're talking about because I've heard that a lot. And that's why those who are uh, incarcerated, they kind of go in a cocoon because the people outside don't understand what they have gone through or what they're what they're going through. But how difficult is it for someone to build back their lives once they're out of the prison? Because you know they've been devastated. So how do they put it back together? Well, for one, how you put it back together,
2: you do you start dealing with reality because a lot of guys in there you know they deal with illusions illusions mm. and they be thinking they be saying to yourself, well, it ain't gonna be that hard it's gonna be easy uh, uh, I'm gonna get some help from uh, a lot of people gonna help me when I get out and that's illusion mm. uh, and the reality says this and when you get out it's your ass mm. it's your ass it's your ass Against, uh, is your, your ass against the world,
0: mm.
2: and uh, and you ain't gonna get much help unless you get it from a program or something. You might get a little help here and there, but as far as making it, you have to make it on your own. As far as rehabilitation, rehabilitation is it don't exist anymore mm. inside the prison system. Uh, there's no such things as things as rehabilitation in prison anymore. Mm. And see, so 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 to rehabilitate yourself, you got to rehabilitate your own self. Don't wait for punishment correction to rehabilitate you. You got to do it on your own. And uh, so it's just uh you know, a lot a lot of guys in, in prison sleep. And uh, just like uh, I got out and and, uh, and I'm, uh, they tell me about the drivers, you know, I get my license. And stuff. But what they didn't tell me is hell those ain't the same 12 questions that uh when i went in uh they doing anymore Shit, you, you got to pass an 80 question test you know what i mean, I mean uh man this, that thing was well wow. and and, and, mm. and it ain't no no simple questions like the ones i remember uh yeah stop, stop the yield sign all that man this day tell y'all the i'm proud of kids mark that man that, that that wasn't there then so so a lot of guys i feel sorry for because uh they're not going to pass that driver's test you know period uh it's a little bit more complicated and difficult especially if you've been down as long as i've been down mm. man you uh, uh, i, I didn't most of course i didn't understand but i had quickly had to raise a uh, call god god had to help me on this because he helped me you know and then when they were telling me to park my truck, uh, when I took the driver's test, they told me to park my truck in the same space where they put the little car at. I said, man, I got this big truck, big, big, big Ram Dodge. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to park my truck in the same space, this little car. And he said, look, you only got one shot. Yeah, I to call God again. And I, I dropped it in there. You know, so it just, it just little things like that you know i know it sounds like uh, nothing to you you know that but i understand it's a it was a whole
1: lot to me no i know what you mean because when i when i talk to families outside and i tell them that hey when someone picks up when, when an incarcerated individual calls you we have to understand that once they hang up the phone that's it they're gone they've lost that last connection with the world so we got to just patiently listen to them and understand that we don't really understand what they're going through. It only happens to those who have been through it, only probably they can understand what you've gone through. But in your case, Michael, the issue of prior felonies, what I wanted to ask you is that, isn't it weird that if somebody has prior felonies or if, it, or if, if the courts deem somebody as a repeat offender, shouldn't a just and, and sane society and a fair society be helping those people uh, or rehabilitate them rather than screwing them over, which usually happens in our justice system.
0: Well, I'm
2: glad you brought that up because that's what I got now. Uh, I got a program called Michael Thompson Clemency Project. Mm -hmm. And uh, it got something to do with uh, what Michigan is doing real bad in, in a lot of other states. Is what you call stacking the charges up against you. Yeah. And most of the people that receive them payments, people of color, and they stack in Michigan, really bad. You know, have uh, uh, a tendency to stack charges up against you, just like they did me. And then, and then, then, and then uh, guys fall in people of color. They fall into these sentences called trap sentences, and you hear about it because this program that I got. Going now that, 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 that Crisco Lab is sponsoring, and, and they sponsoring it big time to help me get some guys out from under that. Uh, what it is is when I said trap sentence, trap sentence is when people like myself, I was in a trap sentence. Uh, I received a, a bitch or offender. And see, and what you understand, when you receive a bitch uh offender, uh, uh, my old day was 2038. Uh, I need not I'm supposed to be out right now. I, I, I mm-hmm. my, my my before a pro boy see me for the be twenty thirty eight. And um, and if it wasn't for people like you, myself and the last, the last prison project and, and uh uh Mike Thompson Clemens these thing going on, these guys would die in prison. They would get no help. Then you got another trap and you got another one called Felony Murder. Felony murder is when uh, you uh, went in there and committed a crime with a person that was a trigger habit cat and went in there, even though you didn't have no gun, even though you didn't kill nobody, even though you didn't have no intentions of killing nobody. But because you got natural life, you get natural life too.
0: Mm.
2: And so that's what's happening with a lot of guys with felony murder. they in prison and they ain't doing it, killed nobody, and they doing natural life. And so those are the things I'm working on, you and know, trying to, 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 uh, 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 uh Chris Co- Chris Co- lab just, just donated, uh, uh, 65,000 to Michael Thompson Clemency to help file clemency papers. And this, uh, attorney out of Ohio that Kim Kardashian got for me named Kim Carrera. She, uh, the, they, they on top of it. And, and she got her law students on top of it. And, uh, and, and and we try to make some things happen. And we trying to uh, 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 make Michigan a pilot for the rest of the state. You know, then let them see, let them take a look at them trap centers. Take a look at them, you know what I'm saying? Because hmm. if they don't take a look at them, who will? Yeah. Nobody. And then if nobody don't, don't look at them, then what's going to happen to them human beings? Yeah. If they got him. What they got him in prison for, man? You know, it's different if they didn't get did some old crazy or or sick stuff. But man, not you just don't throw the key away. Everybody, they go to prison.
1: Yeah. How can people get more information about Michael Thompson clemency program?
2: They can get information uh, through uh, uh, well, Dee Dee Kirkwood uh she can tell you more about that uh i don't have it on hand right now all right and we need all the help we can get you know but but uh, i'm going to be fighting but we need we need uh,
1: finances to keep it going uh that's pretty fantastic to know that since you've been out and i and i've been watching you you know you've been out and about and you've been pretty active uh for the cause because that that's what i've seen that a lot of people who get exonerated they come out and then they forget those that they've left behind. Would you agree with that?
2: Yeah, they they, they forget who left behind. But I can't do it. I, I'm I, I'm cut from a different cloth. Uh, I, I first I have God, you know what I'm saying? And and, and, and he and, and he been with me and he protected me all these years. And I, I see why he protected me. I didn't I didn't be in some sticky situation. That I wasn't been dead. You know. Then I I wrote it down on the counter. And so it just said, uh, I know that uh, uh, he kept me here for a reason, mm. and and I see So my thing is, uh, and I'll tell anyone, man, right, you know you got to you got to really uh, think about more than just yourself. You see, because when I left prison, and I'm still hearing the voices in my head. Yeah. Um, I left prison. All I heard was them saying when they were leaving and they stayed up and so they tried to sneak me out, man. They tried to sneak me out this time, and they tried to sneak me in the they change the time and sneak me out. And uh and they, they snuck me out at four o'clock in the morning, man. Don't nobody leave no prison no four o'clock in the morning, man. And uh and, and uh they, they they released me at four o'clock in the morning after wave and I I I think I take a shower. No. What? uh
1: why did they do that?
2: Uh they wanted to duck uh the media.
1: Damn.
2: Uh, they uh, duck the media, but damn man, I mean I mean why why you want to duck the media? What have y'all done? Whatever. What y'all trying to hide? And uh see, so, so it's just that uh uh it's a it's a sad thing, you know, uh, the games that uh private correction plays. Uh, And uh, there's so many games they play that, just like I said, right before I come home, I was washing my clothes in a toilet stew. Yeah. In a toilet stew. Because they didn't want to fix the washer. You know, and I told them, before I left prison, I told the staff there, I said, that's okay. But this gonna come back to haunt you guys. And I'm gonna tell the truth. I'm gonna tell them what really happened. So, so just like I said back to what I was saying, uh, I heard the I, I still hear the voices in my head when they told me. And the main thing they were saying is that they, they called me Miko in prison, M-E-E-K-O. And he said, Miko, tell the truth. Tell them the truth. And I never forget that in my head. Tell the truth. And that's what I've been
1: doing, them the truth. And uh, there's a lot of people who are coming out to support you and whatever Justice News can do for you and for your cause, we are here and we appreciate what you're doing. You're, you're, you're standing up for those that you have left behind but you haven't left, left them behind because you're still fighting for them. But how did it make you feel when you found out that marijuana was legal in your state and you were incarcerated for that
2: well it would be i would be very bitter if these uh, these marijuana organizations haven't stepped it didn't step up and really give me a life after prison uh if all of them would just turn their back on me but they didn't just like i said two. their name is u uh, and, uh, and Bob Dodge, and uh, the other one is Cresco Lab, led by Charlie and Sabrina. And uh, and if it wasn't for them, it wasn't for them. And then not only did they help me get a, get a continue my life, they helped me with this Michael Thompson Clemency Project. And, uh, and and they helping me help other people, and they helping me helping other human beings. Get a life, back you know, so 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 so, how could I be bitter for somebody that uh, that put their money where their mouth is? Yeah, and uh, and and then not only that, shows so much concern that all you had to do is ask them one time, and they on board, all the way on board to help
1: help others. Yeah, that's another thing about you that. Despite what occurred in your case, despite what happened during the COVID time, despite the Brady violations in your case, the prosecutorial misconduct, and all the crazy things that you faced, you're still smiling and laughing. How does that happen?
2: <laughs> well, it happened because of the love that I received from people that I still know how to show love. And uh, and and because I'm deeply devoted to God, and I ain't talking about I'm not so I'm not I don't want to start speaking like I'm a religious nut because I'm not hmm. because uh, I don't want to start speaking like I'm so heavenly minded I'm no earthly good I don't want to speak like that you know what I'm saying but what I do want to speak like I just want to tell you that uh, I believe in God. But I might not believe in the same guy that that uh uh people running around here playing playing and using his name and stuff like that. I'm real with it. You know what I'm saying? I'm real with God. And uh and I gave him my word before I left prison that I'm gonna help people, you know saying that just like somebody helped me. That's
1: beautiful, man. God was the only being and his angels uh, and the spirit who could hear you alone in that cell when you were crying for help and look how he responded to you wow wow see 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 I, I feel you see and, and and you feel me. and that's the yeah
2: talking about you know i'm talking about uh I don't like uh, hypocrites I don't like none of that man you know my thing is I'm just real, man. I just real and I, I speak real and I speak the truth. And uh, and I, I ain't got nothing to hide. and I don't want nothing to hide. All I want all I want is somebody to help me help others. and, and, and this justice system, the prison reform is broken. It's broken and it need to be fixed in this country. It's broken. And Michigan is, is just as bad as all the rest of them, bad or, or, or even worse. And all I want to do is for people to just stop playing politics with everything, hmm. and just think about these as human beings, man, that that deserve a chance. I ain't speaking about somebody that don't deserve a chance. I'm speaking, I'm speaking about human beings that deserve a chance. Just like uh, many other people deserve a chance. What about the people that hold them in there? If it wasn't for people that gave them a chance, where
1: would they be at? Hmm. But Michael, why is it so difficult for people to fight for their innocence or exoneration or clemency? And it is so easy to put an innocent man in prison and so difficult to fight for your freedom. Why is the system designed like that?
2: it's designed for you to fail. It's designed for you to pay lawyers money and uh, to file the same simple paperwork. But if you file it, don't nobody hear you. Don't nobody hear your cry soon as they see an inmate signature on there, and ain't no lawyer's signature, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes I wonder, do they really read it?
1: That means what you're saying is that the United States justice system is an unjust system. It's an
2: unjust system to the bone.
1: It's an unjust
2: system, period. Uh, it shows it, 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 no humanity towards another human being. It shows nothing to another human being. This is America. This the way America want everybody to see them, locking everybody up, and get more people locked up in America than any other country. Yeah. Is this what America wants? Is this what they call America? You know, I would... I, I used to recite uh, four scores seven years ago, our forefathers brought forth in this continent, a new nation, defeated in liberty, dedicated to the proposition that all men are created equal. Are we really created equal? I mean, that was a great speech. But are we all really created equal today?
1: Some of the critics uh... Have been arguing that the only way to fix this is to tear down this unjust uh, criminal justice system and to come up with a fair system that truly does justice for all.
2: Well, well, you're right. Tear it down, tear it down, and rebuild it back up. You know, but you know, but you know, the game that they plan is this, and I want, I want to share it with you. You know they can they can tear it down and rebuild it back up all they want, but they didn't they didn't spend a lot of money, millions of dollars on studies about this whole thing that I'm speaking about, about these trap centers, all that. And uh, they didn't did the studies. They did it for the last twenty years. They did one ten years ago, and that and ten years before that, and they know what the problem is. They even stated what the problem is. But they never did anything about it. And my question is this. Where's all the millions of dollars going to all these studies and don't nothing materialize from it? But only you tell the truth and then you leave and then come back 10 years later for another study.
1: While they spend all this money on studies and trying to figure out ways... What kind of toll does a tragedy like that takes on, on an individual and their families? Man, they take—they they
2: don't care nothing about that. They don't care nothing about my family and your family. They don't care nothing about that. What they care about is money. Them dollars. They don't care nothing about your family and your kids. They don't care nothing about nothing but uh, what with, with the dollars and cents say? See, they don't, they don't care nothing about a person's family.
0: The only family
2: they care about is their family. Until it touched down on them, that's the only time they are care. But the same, but the same time is you got to understand this criminal justice system is so embedded in politics that they they lost all contact uh humanity. Mm. There's there's nothing there anymore. They don't even feel that. They they raising their family for their next generation and using property correction as a as a dollar sign. Mm. And, uh, and and they're making a big living. This is took over General Motors and everything now. Mm. This is big business. They're not going to let you or me come between that. This is big business.
1: So what if, what if we have a system where I could just buy the person's independence and freedom? Because this is modern-day slavery with a new name on it. So why don't I just go and buy the incarcerated individual from the state. Yeah, hey, they ain't gonna let you do that.
2: Because you, uh, see, they got a program, they got a process. And, 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 and that ain't part of the process, man. Hmm.
1: <laughs> a show game, you know, they have a show game. I say this to you, Michael, because I've been, uh, I've been working on this for some time now. And I don't see any other way of this uh, thing working out instead of a system where I could come up with the money to help people get out. Because just like what you said and just like what your attorney said also, uh, that it is about money. So why not design a system where we know that every, everyone is in on the game from the bail bondsmen to the prison guards to the courts and the clerks And the prosecutors and the public defenders, which are being paid by the same entity, and the judges and the governors and the DAs. Everyone's in on the game, it seems, and a lot of people have been saying that. So why not have a system where we can just write off, buy it, and stop the shenanigans? You don't think that would fly with them? (laughs) Isn't that funny?
2: I'm just saying.
1: Uh, Yeah, I know.
2: Uh, that 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 sounds real good and uh i'm all for it but uh but it just so happened i just so happened i got to deal with what, what reality says yeah and does says that ain't gonna they ain't gonna fly uh, because because you're not proud of the process man you're not proud of the process yeah and, and part of the process is is now you can interfere and you know, all these people get many million, many million, millions of dollars they're not going to let you come in there and interfere <laughs> you're talking about what let who go you know then uh <laughs> he's, he's doing too much you doing too much right you know what i'm saying hey, man, get, get, get your ass somewhere <laughs>
1: yeah. but, uh, well brainer. i wish that maybe one day you know you get a chance to read my plan and I would really love to get your feedback on it because it is a plan that could achieve all the things that you talked about, and all the things that the government doesn't talk about, and all the things that the Innocence Project don't talk about. I have an answer for that plan, so maybe, hopefully, God wishes one day you read my my plan, then give me some feedback on that.
2: I wish uh, You would let me read it. Give me the opportunity to read it.
1: Because uh, I love
2: to read anything got
1: to do with. It. A person trying to show humanity towards another man. That that's beautiful. So I can get your email address from dd Yes, yes, you can. Yes, that'll be beautiful because I really want you to read it, and I want you to read it when you're sitting down and relaxed. Because once you start reading my plan, you would stand up. Okay, uh, I wish I wish that you can just send me,
2: uh, still sending on the, uh, my email. I wish you could just send it to me, mail it to. Me.
1: Okay, I will mail it to you. I will get your uh, mailing.
2: And the reason why I for that because uh I, I read it better when I see it, see it on paper. And uh and I can really look at that that section. Uh, uh my thing is uh, you know, just like I said, I spent 20, 25 years prison. I'm yeah. still
1: getting
2: I'm still getting used to emails and stuff like that. I'm not, not I'm not comfortable with that. I know what and, you mean. And uh, just like Didi, uh, they sent me an itinerary for the thing I'm leaving, going uh, to Texas and then California uh, down there for that uh, documentary. Uh, uh, Didi had to send me the staples, and so I can get the itinerary because it got me scheduled uh, for, for a lot, a lot of things. And I, so, so she sent me the, uh, the, the itinerary. I had to go to Staples and get it, get it, and
1: get it printed out. Mm. I know what you mean. I'm going to send you the uh, the printed copy. I'm, I'm going to probably, I'm going to come and see you personally because you know, uh, I mean, I, I've been I've been watching what you're doing and it's always been, um, you know, a request of mine, even with Kimberly, that hey, I just want a couple of minutes to hang out with Michael because he seems like such a fantastic, uh, cool personality.
2: Yeah, well, uh, I feel you as well. And I feel I, I feel your your intentions is good, and uh, and and just like uh, how my relationship began with Cresco Lab Charlie, the head of Cresco Lab Charlie, uh, that's I can feel you the same way, and uh, and that's how we got started because of a spiritual feeling, you know what I'm saying? and and on spiritual plane, and uh, and I can feel you, and I can feel that you're genuine, and I would love. I would love to meet you and I would, it would be an honor for
1: me to, to uh, sit down with you and, and really
2: go over some real things.
1: The praise to the God, is see God connects the hearts and you know I really appreciate you saying this. So uh, what is the documentary about? Interesting stuff that you're doing now.
2: Yeah, they're doing a documentary. Uh, uh, it won an award already uh, and uh, so, so now they... They uh, got the festival uh, uh, down in uh, uh, California and then the other one is in, in, in Texas. And uh, it's going to be a big thing. But uh, uh, also, they're going to have a red carpet thing in Flint, my hometown. And it's going to be a red carpet thing uh, before it goes across the United States. Uh, it's going to be a red carpet thing in, in Flint. That will be a nice time for you to come and really see this. Uh, That'll
1: uh, be fantastic.
2: What is that? Lay, they're gonna a the red carpet. It's in, it's in uh, June. Uh, okay. but you get, they give a DD and Didi will tell you everything, but they're gonna be like a okay. big, big, big show at the Capitol Theater. And um, and so it's it gonna be real nice and be nice food and everything be a, a, a real nice setting, especially when you start speaking about a red carpet. So it's gonna be uh, laid out. So uh,
1: is it about is it about your life the documentary? Yeah, 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 it was about the sentence of Michael Thompson. That's the name of it. The sentence of Michael Thompson.
2: Yeah, yeah, the sentence of Michael Thompson. Diddy got to cover, uh, she got to cover things for the
1: documentary. You know, uh,
2: she got to send it, she can send it to you. To, uh, just ask her to send all that to you, and she'll send it to you. Well,
1: oh, yeah, because uh, we're going to put up a special page for you on our website. Uh, uh, the sentence of Michael Thompson, Cresco yeah. Cannabis.
2: Well, no, no, uh, they got uh, they hyping it up now. I have to send that to you too, down in California, Texas. Uh, they got it. Uh, it's a real, real hike up. They hyping people up now, but let them know I'm coming down there. Uh, and and uh, and see, I leave. I leave Tuesday at five o'clock in the morning.
1: Got it. Yeah, I'm on your website. I'm on that website. It's uh, it's on crescocannabis.com. The sentence of Michael Thompson. You can watch, People can watch the pr, the trailer on uh, on their website. Do you also have a website of your own,
2: Michael? Uh, yeah, I got Instagram. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. I. I yeah. I got a web, but but you got to go to Diddy. Yeah. Diddy can tell you everything. I'm sorry that I can't. Uh, when you get down to, uh, I'm, I'm talking good until I get to. <laughs> the computers. Yeah. You know, then, then, then you got to go to DDD. D, uh, uh, yeah, I got a website, but I, I don't, I,
1: uh, DDD can tell you
2: everything about
1: it. Yeah. Um, uh, we know that you are also on Instagram. Yes. Yeah, right. Right. Yeah. And, uh, I'm going to add a little bit about that on, uh, on our, uh, on our website. But just just in case, if somebody wants to uh, get you, then you are also available. It's mtfree. dot twenty twenty one. That's your Instagram handle, mtfree. dot twenty twenty one. Michael Thompson free. Yeah. dot twenty twenty one. So a lot of people can also catch you here and find out about what you're doing. But uh, what I also wanted to ask you, Michael, is um, In your case, who do you think should be held accountable for what happened with you and what they did to you? Well, I'm going to tell you. And that's funny,
2: you're the first one to ask that question. Um, Who to be responsible is first, they had a group uh, called Fang in Flint. Uh, It's a Police group called Fame, mm-hmm. and they were very very racist, and uh, they didn't make statements like "I'm gonna get that nigga. Um, they, uh, and and then one day he told me, nigga, I'll kill you, you fucker." And and, and, uh, and uh, we was in the hallway of, of the courtroom, and uh, and I said, Man, "What's this all about?" He said, that I called his wife," and and I said, "Man, I ain't call your wife, you know that." So anyway. Uh, he threatened me, man, you know, so it, it just said uh, his name Michael Campo. I'm going to say this again, Michael Campo and everybody that was associated with him they was their hands was dirty and uh since i've been in since I've been incarcerated, two of them went to prison, and the one of them w- went to prison for uh um uh hear some do a rape case or a, uh some some uh, some girl they was bribing them and you know what i'm saying to keep him out of trouble you know what i'm saying but anyway uh uh that group right there uh they 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 set the whole thing up But a uh, matter of fact i got a a, uh, a thing from uh from one of the, the the key witnesses and uh and and he signed a document i mean document Stating that everything that happened, everything they told him to do, and uh, his name Mike, uh, I mean uh, uh, well, Will, Scotty Will, and uh, and and, and uh, he uh, documented everything out what they told him to do and reading why they told him to said him. He was missing money and all that stuff. So, because they were trying to find money to put him up in a, in a hotel and and all that kind of stuff. But anyway, to make a long story short, uh, he told them. He told my lawyer. He told other people. He tried to plead with him. Said, "Listen, everything I told you about Michael Thompson was lies." And uh, and then at the time when they said that. His house was gonna get firebombed. Got firebombed. Uh, uh, Scotty Will said that uh, Michael Campo is them the one that firebombed his house. And it, 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 if anybody interviewed him and, and let him tell you the whole story, the, 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 and, and anybody get a hold of uh, Didi got the uh, affidavit. Uh, and uh, she got every day from Scotty Wheel, and she can let you read it. Mm-hmm. And uh, everything he said was finally the truth. And he documented everything out and, and, and told the truth. But because he 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 thought about it, and and, and uh, you know I held this baby when she was first born and all that. And it was just he thought about it, and after after they gave me all them years, he said, I didn't know y'all gave him all them years for that. And so. Oh. Uh, he really tried to get me released, but unfortunately he he he, uh, he, 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 sold his soul to the devil. And, uh, that was, uh, Michael Comfort and, them. And, and, uh, they, uh, they're real foul, man, they're real foul. And I want to get into, um, what I think about them, because if you want to bring up some bitter inside me, Mm. It's it for me talking about them you know and I try to get people to believe Tim, look man these people lie. lying these, these, these police are lying and so I mean, what can you do when the police is lying how how do you defend yourself from a lie from a police mm.
1: it's very
2: difficult you know so it's just uh, I, I got to stand the George Floyd and you see what I did uh, for the George Floyd thing I'm the only one, only one in America, only, only person in America that was in prison. All the prisoners in America, I did a tribute to George Floyd from inside the prison. And, uh, and I fed, I fed 90 guys a bunch of food. And gave them all pops. And they ain't had pops in years. And I gave them all pops. And, uh, and we did a tribute to George Floyd. And all I asked them guys to do, for them to go back and just uh, stand where how learned it took to kill George Floyd, stand in their room, in silence, before they eat. That's all I asked them. And uh, that those that, people that did the story on me, they did a hell of a documentary about that. And you should ask Dee, Dee tell you who the people are. They did a documentary, man, they did it. Wow, they did piece by piece, and they broke it down uh, about me doing that contribution, and uh, and and how we did it, and what it took taken for us to do that. Uh, I mean, they the staff tried to block us, and, um, and and we played around that, and they tried to discourage us, and we played around that, and uh, they they brought that old racialism and and all kinds of stuff in, in, into play, and we played around that. But we got it did, and and we were the only one, uh, the Muskegon Correctional Facility, in Michigan, the only one that did a
1: tribute to George Floyd. Uh, what about? I I I can see reports from the time when, when they arrested you and and put all those charges on you, and I see the media reports, and uh, a lot of them have false data. They have misinformation in them. I I don't know if they've been corrected or not, but if you compare it from the time when you got arrested, how the media reacted and behaved, and you compare it to now, do you think the media has been a supporter or a destroyer of the facts?
2: Man, the media was in bed with us. The media was in bed with them, and then after everything, the real truth came out. Then he got in bed with me.
0: Shit,
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. hey man, but that's where the game is played. I guess, I guess. It's, uh, w- welcome to life. Is this way life? Life is real. That's the game they play. And um, uh, and so I'm just telling you that the media was in bed with them, man. And, and and then they roll with them and roll with them. And then the prosecutor was in bed with the media. And, so, and then when when the real truth came out and and, and the guns started really to for the truth, then they wanted to jump <laughs> on, on my bandwagon. You know what I'm saying? So and I, it, I just played along with it. All I wanted to do is be free.
1: Did you know that day that day will come when you'll be free? When you were in there? No. Because uh, they kept on saying one thing and saying it and another, and then
2: they built my hopes up, and then some kind of way uh, I get turned down. So I, 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 I stopped uh, stop building my hopes up, just like I stopped my visit. You know, I shut myself out to to the outside world. I said, When it happened, it's going to happen. I'm not going to worry about it no more. Because, uh, yeah. You know, all you can do is just like I told you, I had a light stroke, and uh, stuff like that can really—you give a stroke like on business and all that can give you is a stroke real fast. You know what I'm saying? Especially if you're stressing a lot. You know? Yeah. And uh, so I, so I just, uh, so I just, I had to
1: do what's best for me, and that's to shut everybody off. I was asking myself. Uh, thank God Michael has all the support now. It took 25 years for all these people to grow some courage and to be man enough to stand up for you. But what about those who are innocent and wrongfully convicted and don't have that kind of support? What will happen to them? Hey, man, you're smart.
2: Uh, you, uh, uh, that's what I've been telling guys the people every time they see me speak. And I've been telling them, what about the other Michael Thompsons in that? What about the other Michael Thompsons according to that trap sentence, you know, then? What about them? What about all them people in there for marijuana and got doing life? And now you're legalizing, everybody making money and, and everybody smoking it and they living happy ever after. What about What about all them people? You know, and, and what about the ones that can't afford? Mm. Uh, stories out here people, you know what I'm saying, uh, they don't get, have the people uh, crying out for them like they cried out for me. What about them? And that's that's what I've been speaking about, you know what I'm saying, we ain't talking about trapped sinners, they trapped, you know what I'm saying, so uh, and that's really why, you know, if if whatever you can do, the, the give me the help that I need, you know what I'm saying, I, I, I appreciate it. Uh, 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 because that's where... You, you you just don't know. What would be more to mean anything in my life is for me to to
1: to to get
2: ten guys free on that Michael Thompson clemency project. Man, if I can see ten of them walk out there.
1: Yeah.
0: And I can
2: say, I can look up to the sky and say, I did my job. I, and thank you. Thank you.
1: In your experience, Michael, what do you think uh, the race uh, plays? What role do you think race plays in the U.S. criminal justice system? Uh, it's number one.
2: It's number one. You don't get, you don't get uh, guys, only people of color get special offended and felony murder. You know uh, the other uh, the, the, they don't hear that kind of stuff you know they they don't even get that and see and so 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 it just uh race uh, is horrible, just like I told you man you know uh, I told you about that four score seven years yeah. ago hey, when I ran that you know i just uh how much truth is it to that you know what I, mean? I mean i was i mean and and i used to i used to really respect that that speech. And I to love to say it. I to love to repeat it. And uh, but but how much truth is it to it
0: today
1: in, in, in America? Yeah, I mean, uh, we say that we're one nation under God, but I think this is one nation under the Satan, the devil now, because I don't see uh, the I don't see their words matching what they're doing. What I have seen is absolute unjustness. And prosecutorial misconduct uh, is one thing that is synonymous in, in all the cases that come to us. And it just boggles the mind to think that, why are the people asleep? Why don't the people get out on the streets and, and make a noise? They wait until the war comes to their door. You know, it don't only somebody who's been incarcerated and gone through this kind of thing can understand. But the rest of America has gone silent, complacent. <laughs>
2: Well, yeah, I think it's very true. Uh, I, I think I think that uh, see, uh, society is ignorant to a lot of things, and the reason why they're ignorant to a lot of things because they're not hearing the truth. Hmm. And um, if, if if society really knew what's really going on and what's really happening and what really needs to happen, I think they would. I think they were raised up. I think they were re- really raised up. But they don't know and because they're not hearing the truth. And so that's what I've been doing. And I've been trying to speak before as many as I could and to let them hear. Listen, this is what's happening. Damn what you hearing. This is what's happening. I just left 25 years of it. Now, this is what's happening. Now, you want to believe somebody ain't never did one day? You want to uh, bleed somebody, don't give a damn. Or or you want to bleed somebody, you know what I'm saying, just all politics, all politics, and you don't give a damn about a human life, another human life. You take care care less. So if you want to listen to the truth, I'm going to tell you the truth. I'm going to tell you what's really happening. And so now what you going to do, now, don't you think enough is enough?
1: Absolutely, enough is enough. It's a time for a change. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. What do you think about the whole idea of the public defender when they're when the prosecutor and the public defender their their paychecks are coming from from the same entity?
2: It's a bunch of bullshit. It's a bunch of bullshit. That's what I think about it. I think it's all a game. It's all politics. It's a bunch of bullshit. And uh, and, and and they're messing over human beings' lives. They're messing over their lives. And uh, and here, these people thinking they're getting uh, somebody going to defend them. And all the time, you know what I'm saying? They're getting sold out. Hey, they don't care nothing about this penny. I mean, they care about them little peanuts they going to get, you know, and uh, hurt, hurt them, get it, and then, then let them guys move on, move on by their business. Uh, I was uh, dealing with a guy named Capino Pierce, and one time he, uh, he, he got into a problem, and he come to me, and I said, man, what's going on? And he told me, that he got busted with some marijuana and he said they want him to plead the 7 to 15. I said, what? He said, yeah, they want me to plead the 7 to 15. I said, who is this? He said, a quarter point, <laughs> a quarter point attorney. I said, man, look here. Take this 1,500 and go to Thomas McComb, another attorney. I said, Tell us Thomas McComb get you probation. And that's what he did. And he got probation, man. So, so I say all that to say this: if it wasn't for me intervening with him as my friend, you know where would this guy be at? he would be in prison right now. And see, so so so, and that's from a public defender. And and, and here he is. there, I got this lawyer, uh, uh, and I told him to take him because I knew he'd get any real lawyer. They'll do a plea bargain for that little uh fat little marijuana man, but they they're gonna get him seventy seven to fifteen so if you ask me what I think about a public defender, I think you know I'm saying uh they need to even wipe his ass with him, you know what I'm saying because uh it's wrong, man, it's wrong what they're doing man, and that's the reason why I get angry speaking about it mm. oh because it's wrong
1: it's wrong. And they don't give a damn. It boggles my mind to see how can a public defender walk into an innocent person, person's uh, cell, or walk up to an to a person who's incarcerated and say that hey, just do time, just do this, and accept it, even if you haven't done it. What kind of way is that to help somebody fight for their freedom?
2: first of all, you, know, you got to ask yourself what cal- what caliber of human being is that. Even do that to another human being. Uh, you know, you gotta you gotta find out and understand where's they where's they soul at. For them, to, they just don't give a damn. And then like my man Cabino. He's going, you know, he's going no? You gonna bury him? Bury him? You know what I'm saying? Because you know you wanna go ahead and get your quick money and then just move on. And when you know that, that was some bullshit, some little marijuana man, it, it wasn't about nothing to you you gonna get his man seven, you gonna ask him to please seven seven and a half to fifteen? And then I give him fifteen hundred dollars to go to see another lawyer and they get him probation. Just like that. I mean it it I mean, where do it stop at? Where do where do America Become America, become a real America. I ain't talking about you know, just America just talking about it. I'm talking about America being about it. You know what i saying? Because there's some good people in America. Just because all them people you got all them people in prison, they ain't all bad. You got some good people in prison. Mm-hmm. And are they very they're very talented. Very talented. And they can be doing some great things out here. The only thing you got to do is just give them a chance. They made a mistake. The only difference between a politician and them is uh, they got caught and the politician ain't got caught yet.
1: This
0: is Fair Play, the, the official podcast, podcast of JusticeNews.net. Justice 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 Justice.